0: I've frequently used the expression, my body is a temple, both sarcastically whilst ordering a second dessert and somewhat smugly when refusing a full English breakfast in favor of something healthier involving smashed avocados, a usage I have deployed with disappointing regularity since my doctor prescribed more oatmeal and less bacon. If you are what you eat, then it turns out I was mostly sugar And cholesterol but the good news is that what we eat affects only our physical body at a spiritual level it's more accurate to say you are what you worship or my body is a temple you see while claiming my body is a temple might seem like a rather trite rather self-absorbed expression it's actually based on something Saul the villain of our reading this morning wrote as Paul in 1 Corinthians 6 19 Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you and whom you have received from God? It doesn't mean that we worship our waistlines, our abs are not an altar, our selfies are not sacred. All that stuff is only me. What matters is that my body is also his, the fabric of a temple where his Holy Spirit dwells. Knowing the difference between a church and a temple is central to understanding both the events we looked at last week leading up to Acts 8 and coming to terms with the fact that our bodies are indeed temples will also help us see how Jesus is building his scattered church today. A temple and a church are both places used for worship, but a temple is a very specific location identified to be the unique, singular dwelling place, residence of a God. It might not sound like a big difference today, but to the Jewish faith and way of life, it was so centred around the temple system that for both Jesus and Stephen, this was a point of principle that would cost them their lives. Jesus' claim that he would destroy the temple and build it up again in three days was the evidence used to send him to the cross. And we saw last week Stephen also spoke out against this idea that God resided in the Holy of Holies in Acts 7, verse 48. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of houses will you build for me, says the Lord, or where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? Even though Stephen is quoting from Isaiah 66, the Sanhedrin took such offence at what they saw as an existential threat to the notion of temple, that without any trial, Stephen is dragged away by the mob and stoned, and Saul sets out fervently, not just to close, but to systematically destroy, to wipe out, to kill off the church. And so almost as quickly as it began, the fledgling Christian church in Jerusalem is without a building to safely gather in. Separated from their leadership, they are forced to flee their homes in fear for their very lives. And the church is scattered across the city, the nation and beyond. It turns out it's pretty easy to close a church building. But the church is not a temple. The temple Jesus said he would build in three days is a living body where God dwells by grace, not in any specific postcode or building, but within every believer. At the moment Jesus breathed his last breath on the cross, the veil of the temple, which separated everyone but the high priest from the Holy of Holies, was torn from top to bottom, and access to God was restored by grace. Paul in Hebrews describes Jesus as the veil, the curtain through which we now freely enter the presence of God. Paul is, of course, also Saul, who here defended the sacred idea of the temple in Jerusalem by persecuting the church. Stephen was right. Since Christ rebuilt the temple, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. Today our church doors are locked and thousands of church buildings across the world are closed by the pandemic. Throughout history churches have been banned, burned, bombed, persecuted and scattered time and time again. In Jerusalem as in Linfield it is Christ who is building his church as a living body. With Christ as the head it's a church built from living stones. In Matthew 16:18, Jesus promised, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Notice, I will build, says Jesus, my church. I wonder if sometimes we try to build our own church building rather than simply being his church. What a waste when we try to do the work he has already promised to do, rather than the tasks he is uniquely preparing and equipping us for. The good news for our scattered church this morning is that Acts 8 teaches that his church spreads further and faster as the believers, the seeds of the gospel, are scattered and dispersed. Jesus promised in Acts 1 verse 8 you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth if you will build my if I will build my church is his promise then you will be my witnesses is the calling for the scattered church as Saul seeks to kill off a single thriving church his church comes alive an echo that starts in jerusalem becomes a mighty roar that we read in acts eight shakes jerusalem judea samaria and as his people witness they spread the gospel bringing healing and hope to every community where they go the kingdom comes where they are scattered he goes with them and his church moves and grows christianity lived authentically in the community is wildly contagious Not a contagious virus, but a contagious love, a contagious hope, and a contagious joy. A contagion that quickly spreads from Jerusalem, the capital city, throughout Judea, the region, to Samaria, the neighbouring territory, and indeed to the ends of the earth, just as Jesus promised. Even to Rome, the centre of the known world, and seat of the occupying empire, where the apologist and philosopher tertullian sent a letter to the roman authorities mocking the attempts of the most powerful empire the world had ever seen to suppress the spread of this upstart christianity we are but of yesterday he wrote of the scattered persecuted christians but we have filled every place among you cities islands fortresses towns marketplaces the very camp tribes companies palace senate forum we have left nothing to you but the temples of your gods the christians were everywhere everywhere except the temples because christians are the only temple needed by the one true god the church didn't escape persecution or overwhelm mighty empires because the christians all gathered somewhere specific somewhere special somewhere sacred somewhere strong or somewhere safe but because they were everywhere and because wherever they went christ was right there with them everywhere they witnessed he was building his church Now you might be thinking this morning that this is encouraging stuff but that God will be using other people, special people, perfect people to be his witnesses. But notice the leadership, the apostles, the professionals all remain in Jerusalem. The gospel was spread by ordinary Christians and God went on to use even Saul, the villain of our reading, who by the prayers of Stephen and the grace of God becomes Paul. But that's a story for another week. God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us, no matter who we are or what we have done. Whether by persecution or pandemic, our church building, our institutions might easily be closed, disrupted or even destroyed. That is why Jesus chooses to build his church, not in a building, but intimately, authentically, living stone by living stone and therefore nothing not the sanhedrin not saul not the might of the roman empire not a virus and not even the gates of hell can prevail against it today his church then is not some hollow echo inside our empty buildings but the roar of the good news that echoes out from the empty tomb Wherever you are watching or listening to this, you are part of that echo, part of an unbroken chain of witnesses that leads from Acts chapter 8 directly to your phone, your iPad or your laptop this morning. No, we're not all gathered together on Linfield High Street this morning, but he is still building his church in Linfield and Burgess Hill and Haywards Heath and Cookfield and London and New York. new delhi wherever you are in the world it's great to have you join with us but it's even more exciting to know that you are each out there with him being his church building his church which means this morning we can each declare my body is a temple without exaggeration without irony and most importantly without having to give up bacon and eggs we miss one another terribly but we also don't want to miss what god is doing at this time church is not a temple where god dwells somewhere specific we attend something holy we do or something passive we watch on a sunday morning today we are his scattered church today we are his witnesses today we are the church's living stones Today he is changing each of us that we might change the world. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you have done, you are loved and your body is a temple, a temple with which he is building his church so that the whole world might know his grace and experience his love, his joy and his peace. Amen.